They're just scared of us, that's why. They don't want people to see us down there in Washington, D.C. We hear talk about that we're designated as a threat. Um, I don't know. I don't consider myself a threat. If if your uh, goal is to restore the Constitution and their goal is to keep the emergency going, then you very much are a threat. Guess that would be the case, wouldn't it? Well, then in that case, yeah, we are a threat. From the five to the six, we be in the mix with that rare candy paint job on the whip. I need food for the kids, money for the rent. Fuck a lockdown, baby, I can't do that shit. And I don't ever vote, cause I'm fucking broke. And either way, I know the police ain't gonna leave me alone. On a plane by the visit, Glen Rock, need crypto, told me I should bring the Glock with me. So I packed up my piece and I'm sliding. Cause we might get caught up in a riot. Middle finger Trump, middle finger Biden. Fuck a left, fuck a right, is you riding? Oh, you love to see it, dudes rocking. Ain't no politics, baby, we just talking. From the birds to the bricks, we be in the mix. With that rare candy paint job on the whip, who you with? So, I'm, I'm here with the uh, with the road warrior here. Um, <laughs> you know, first time he's, he's a recurring guest. First time he was on our show. You know, he was, he was just, just covering COVID. Seemed like, you know, maybe a little bit of traveling here and there, but just kind of covering around there. But then you just were like, hey, I'm just going to go across the country and, and follow these truckers around here. So I'm here with Jeremy Lafredo. Um, he's been doing a lot of work with Rebel News. And even I, I'm going to do my best to get some of those videos and insert them into this episode because some of that stuff's been really great. Because right now in America, COVID discourse, at least amongst, you know, other than like, Oh man, this government official got it. It's kind of at a standstill. Even in you know the Bay Area where I'm at, it's kind of at a standstill. Everybody's kind of moving on, but there is seem like there's these gray clouds above us where it mm. could they could have and they could have rain coming from them at some point. So, um, Jeremy, what? Why the hell did you do that, man? Why'd you follow the truckers? <laughs> um, yeah, I saw the the Canadian truckers just getting like beat down in the street, and I was in New York, so really, if I wanted to go up to like where they were, it was like maybe like a 10 hour drive. And I was thinking like, you know, I'm just going to go see the the Canadian truckers. Mm-hmm. And without the vax, I wouldn't have been able to come back to America or get into Canada. So it was, it was like a no go. Right. And then I saw that um, there was people here who were angry about, you know, mandates and the, the emergencies act and the truckers started their own, you know, they were planning a convoy here. Um, yeah. So I just uh, I was like this will this will be amazing to to live with the truckers to to follow them whatever happens happens they're gonna go to DC so I just yeah. I followed with them and uh, it ended up being a, a two month journey right and and before we get too far into that leading up to it like okay what mandates right in America <laughs> like so so I mean you know it's a valid question yeah, but it sounds kind of dumb um, I kind of understand it but just for the sake of people who don't understand like. Right. OSHA lost six mm-hmm. to three for the federal mandate. Right. Yeah. So case closed. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. or not. What, what, what are the what are, what are they protesting? What, what exactly yeah. what mandates are they protesting? These trucks. So like you hear that all the time from like, you know, the, the, the reply guys or, you know, in the mainstream media, they'll be like they're there. There's a convoy and they're protesting mandates, but there are no mandates. Ha ha. And yeah. then, um, you know, thinking it's like a gotcha moment. And there's actually like a, a cross border vaccine mandate, a federal mandate for crossing the border, uh, both right. of our borders, Mexico and Canada and truckers, you know, they, that's like 60% of a lot of their work is just going to Canada and coming back. Um, so they 
have been like the ability to put food on their tables has been like dramatically reduced ever since the cross-border vaccine mandate. Mm-hmm. And they were protesting that mandate, which does exist. And, you know, like they would never, they never mention that um, in any mainstream media report, um, like that they have a valid cause. Um, yeah. And there's also the, um, the Federal Emergencies Act, which was like originally signed by Trump in the beginning of COVID. And then it was just recently re-signed by Biden. And that kind of gives them like carte blanche to do whatever the fuck they want. Like they can, you know, that's like any lockdown policy or even like uh, emergency youth authorization, like all of those things like stem from the fact that we are currently like in a crisis um, in an emergency mode. And Biden just resigned that right before uh, the convoy left. Damn. So, okay. So right. Cause there's always, it's never just like this side beat this side. There's always like, okay, yeah, that might've happened. However, mm-hmm. I'm a private business. I decide that you need to do this. And the, the, um, there was a guy, there's a guy named Gord and I, I think he's back on Twitter, but he, uh, he was on the good old boys podcast. who was our, just our last guest on there, but okay. he'd been on the good old boys podcast. He's a, he's a trucker in Canada, mm-hmm. Canadian trucker. And they would say like, yeah, some guys, you got to go across country lines. Like it happens. It's a mm-hmm. thing. And, and for Canada, I don't, I may not be having the numbers correct, but it was like an, a, an astounding amount of days that they would have to quarantine. Yeah. In a like hotel. 12 or 14. Yeah. And this is a run they normally make in a day. Mm-hmm. They're home exactly. for dinner or yeah. maybe not home for dinner, but mm-hmm. maybe they're, maybe they're, you know, they're rest, taking a rest or something mm-hmm. like that. That is a route that they do in a day. Um, but that's out of their own pocket. These people, you, they make it so you can't earn a living where it's exactly. like, Oh, okay. Maybe you can do one run a week. You know, yeah. one run every other week, like the quarantine luck. for half a month. Is it that much? It's it's insane. Yeah, it's like yeah. two weeks. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's no oh, there's no mandate, but there's protocol mm-hmm. that <laughs> basically is a mandate to where you know we'll hold your head on you know basically till you say uncle you know like exactly. and um so yeah I find I find that fascinating and that's probably why the truckers were the spearhead right of 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 this was is essentially why that is because you know the nurses have a mandate still right the yeah, the um. The medical industry still has a mandate like mm-hmm. these these are things that got the you know it's it's nice to win the supreme court uh of thing course. it is nice i mean mm-hmm. it was it was great but like you know don't forget about there there are still a lot of people who being coerced uh, yeah yeah coer- coerced at for uh, forced i mean mm-hmm. it's for i would even say forced yeah, like to be course. honest like like yeah. it's like you know you, you at the end of the day like when your livelihood is tied to your employment i mean mm-hmm. come on yeah. I mean, we say forced for a lot of other stuff that isn't forced. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we say way more stuff like where like there's an ethical choice that could happen where people mm-hmm. say they're forced. This was actually a matter of like, hey, if you have kids, like, you know, what I mean, are you going to tell you, you are you going to value your bodily autonomy over, you know, what I mean, over feeding your family? Like exactly. most of the time you're not right. Like most of, of the time you are you're sacrificing that. So this is a choice these people shouldn't have had to make. And, and even like you couldn't um, even their own state like Alaska. You need to travel through Canada to get to Alaska. So now you can't even, in Alaska, a lot of things come there via trucking because there's not much going on there. Um, so you can even make a run to Alaska anymore. If your route was going to Alaska to bring supplies to Alaska, it's, you need the vaccine. That's it. You're going through Canada. Exactly. It's, it's, it's terrible. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, okay. So, so you decide, you decide to hop on this. I mean, I, I had been kind of talking to you loosely through the whole through the whole time. So it was kind of a fascinating thing to watch yeah. um, because you disappear for like a week. You know what I mean? Like, you'd just be like <laughs> and you should be like, Hey, I'm now I'm in this hotel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'm like, that's crazy. Like it was, it was a fascinating thing. Like it almost, have you ever seen Joe dirt? Yes. It reminded me like of this reminds me of you're on like my radio <laughs> show telling like a Joe dirt story right now. Like, like it's kind of, it's kind of reminds me of that because it's, it's crazy, right? You follow these people around. So what do you, how do you, 
how do you first off how do you do this how do you how do you basically say i'm stepping away from my life i mean granted yeah. you are a journalist but like mm -hmm. you you to uh sorry i didn't mean to say that slur to you but you you do cover, <laughs> cover the media you, you do things in the media enough, yeah, I, yeah, yeah I, I didn't want to say the j word to you but um <laughs> nonetheless you know you do that so it's not necessarily stepping away from your life but it kind of is right like you you basically drop everything yeah, to do this 100 like, um, i was like uh yeah. i even like i left february 20 uh 23rd and it was you know it's it's winter time and now i'm back and it's warm out the flowers are blooming like it, it was it was like a time warp really mm -hmm. um but i i knew that it would be super interesting and i knew i would get a bunch of great reporting and i i just did it i just left yeah and so you know like i said i, I, I every this is all on rebel news right i want to make sure people can yeah rebel news pretty, pretty much any every any anything you put on video it seemed to be in that spot correct yeah um, yeah Perfect. So check it out on Rebel News. Uh, check out uh, Jeremy's journey there. But let's talk about some things here. When did it first start getting crazy? Was it right off the bat when you were like, you're like, wow, this um, is insane. We, we left from Adelanto, California on the 23rd mm -hmm. and headed east from there. Okay. Um, we drove about like four or five hours a day. So it took like 10 or 11 days to get across the country. And I mean, the, the first journey across, like public support was overwhelming like it brought many of the truckers to tears like you would see these big burly mm -hmm. truckers just crying yeah and um there wasn't one overpass from Alonso, california to hagerstown maryland right it's like 2400 miles there was not one overpass that didn't have you know dozens if not hundreds of, of people just cheering and just just there to see the trucks pass by and i would go up to the overpass and be like you know what's up what's going on and and they would be like we traveled four hours just to come to the overpass. Mm. And I'd be like, why? And they'd be like, well, you know, we want to show our kids what it's like to, to stand up for, for like, you know, our, our sacred freedoms and, you know, this and that. And so it was like really um, important to a lot of people, especially in middle America. Um, but, you know, hundreds of people, uh, thousands, when you add them all together across the country, um, were supporting the truckers. And when they would stop, um, they didn't have to have, like bring food or they didn't have to you know, plan meals or anything, it would be like the local community would know the truckers were stopping there and they would bring, you know, grills and food and everything to their stopping point for the night and just cook the truckers, 300 truckers dinner. It would be like an entire community Damn. would just bring food. And, you know, at one point, like I think a, a rancher donated 500 pounds of beef to the truckers dinner and they just made burgers and uh, they just, everywhere you went, there would be a local community supporting the truckers. It was wild. Insane. Insane. Yeah. And, and like, okay, you don't, you don't look like a trucker. Okay? Yeah. No, you, you don't look, you don't look like that. You don't do, were there any kind of like, what's this guy's problem? You know what I mean? Like, look at like, what is this guy? Like, cause you're, you're asking questions, right? I mean, you're doing a job. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. like, do they, do they think you're a fed? Do they think, is it, is, uh, do you think maybe you're, uh, this guy's here to, you know, rat me out on something? Like what, what, it, like, how were you received at first? Yeah. So I, in the beginning, none of the truckers wanted to really talk to the media. Like none of them, yeah. like there's an overwhelming distrust of the media, just like by the nature of this sure. convoy. Like they don't trust the TV to tell them about COVID. They don't trust the government. Like there's a lot of, you know, these are people who are protesting mandates. Like they're, um, that's the kind of people they are and they're truckers. And I would walk up to them and at first they were a little, they didn't want to talk to me. And then they saw the rebel news, mic, and, um, right. They saw, they were like inspired by what happened in Canada and they would always see the rebel news, mic in Canada. So they, they knew that I was working for like a friendly, um, media outlet. So 
and then once I got to know them, you know, I spent two months with them. They, they all, they, they just treated me like a trucker at the end of the day. It's yeah. like a Disney movie, dude. It, it was like, like a movie, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like one of those things where, like, you know, like you come from like the other side, and you're like, hey, man, this guy can skate. He's all right, you know. Like it's like one of those. <laughs> like, it felt like one of those. Felt like one of those movies. But that, that's cool. So, um, okay. Now, some of the videos look real chaotic, right? You start yeah. seeing, like, uh, I don't want to get too far ahead of where mm -hmm. we are. I want to stick chron chronologically, but, like, you know, some videos you see, like, eggs getting thrown. You mm -hmm. see yeah. um, all that stuff. So, you know, yeah, that's nice. People came out and cooked dinner for these truckers mm -hmm. and all that stuff. But people came out and were were disrespectful, I, I assume. Definitely, yeah. I mean, once, like, when we started in Adelanto, there was, you know, there was a few middle fingers while we were on the highway leaving California. And then um, in... Um, in Oakland, once they went back to, to California after like a month, um, it was like Antifa type, you know, like libs in California and they just yeah. brought hundreds of eggs and the truckers were there um, honking their horns in a neighborhood of a policymaker that's trying to uh, mandate the vaccine for children and public. And that's and Ken. School. Is that uh, his name is, uh, is that, uh, I'm sorry, is that's that. The, what's that guy's name? The, the politician that's trying to uh... there's there's one guy named Richard Pan and he's like, Richard his, Pan. Yes, yeah, he's yeah, put yeah, his name you. on everything. Um, every bad mandate, he's his name is there. And um, so they went to a neighborhood, like a, it's a tiny little re residential neighborhood, really narrow streets, and they bring like forty trucks there. They're all honking and hundreds of eggs at the trucks. Hundreds of eggs. They're hitting truckers in the in the face and the in the leg. There was one interesting comment where you see a trucker get hit with an egg. And he says something and the lady yells, you know, go, go get a job. You couldn't get a job to save your, your, your grandmother's life. And he says, my grandma died from the shot. And she goes, no, she didn't. And threw another egg at him. So these people like were not there. They like were very unhappy with the truckers, and they they were they don't like freedom at all, and they they love the vaccine. How insane is that? That like somebody because I've seen this happen in real time too, where it's like I lost a family member to this, and they're like, "No, you didn't." Hey, no, they just You're don't. Insane. Yeah, yeah. No, no other cause of death other than like alien like alien abduction. That's, <laughs> that is like what. Which I'm hey, I'm not even. Yeah, I, I don't. I probably don't even like scoff at that anymore to be honest but like you know for the most part alien abduction and like someone dying from a pfizer shot that you know just got cooked up and and mandated uh for something that a lot of people don't need uh th that's just a, you can't you know they'll believe any of the COVID death numbers but not that like, yeah not exactly yeah exactly. like like there's no nuance to any of those but just the fact that like even if it is rare right just for someone to be like well that you know this happened they're like it's actually never it's not even rare. They just have to say it's rare. It's actually never happened. No one has actually died from this. Like I, it's it's wild. It's people's like, it's people's automatic reflexive response mm -hmm. to it. And it's like, like I say, like find somebody that loves you the way that these people love Pfizer because exactly. I've never seen anything like no. it. <laughs> I have never seen anything like it in my life. Ah oh, man. And if they like, if they hear you know, two million children 
died from COVID. They're like, oh, it's so sad if these people just put on masks. And then like one guy is like, my mom had a bad reaction to this experimental shot and died. It's like, yeah, right. No, I don't believe that. And it's just like a, yeah, it's just a crazy thing. That Anyways, let thinking. me throw on this Theranos uh, Hulu series. What a dummy. <laughs> Who fell for this? You know, isn't that, I, it's, it's insane. Not to get too off topic there, but it's like, it's insane. Like the, the people, they're like, oh, the Sackler brother. Oh man, punish the Sackler family. It's like, yeah, but keep going. Yeah. You know, like keep that's, going. Just how they, that's how the entire industry functions. Yeah. You know, that's, that's just the playbook. And, um, and, and these are people who like, if you ask them, they're like, they like a lot of them, like Bernie, like, you know, they don't like industry, you know, they right. think the industry is controlling the government. And then you're like, oh, what about this industry? And they're like, shut up. I like that industry. Do well, no, no, they, 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 yes, you're correct. They also think that industry is not accessible. We've talked about this on mm -hmm. here. That they don't, they think the problem with that industry is that one, it's not like worker owned or something. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> two, that like the product is they're hoarding the product because mm -hmm. of, because of capitalism. And so yeah. it's like, all, all right, man, like that, no, like that's, <laughs> trust me, that is not the issue. They're forcing the this into people, they're literally forcing this into people for free. It, yeah, it's not a eugenics. I mean, if it is, it's definitely not a eugenics program in the way they're thinking, where it's like all the white people in America get vaccinated and none of the people of color. Yeah. Like, I've like, seen like the eugenics argument will be like, it, yeah. it is eugenics. And you're, you're like, okay, go on. And they're yeah, like, it's yeah. eugenics in the way that like they're not making the vaccine available to, you know, poor and black people because they want them to die. Right. And it's like, whoa, that's that's really complete opposite. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like complete. You know, I, I won't. I, I, you know, it's it's very funny. That's exactly like the way I I've been hearing that for a while. That's those are the most frustrating people. Is the people that you know. Um, add side of the stream here. The people that you know are um are are like better than this. I mean, mm -hmm. at the same time, you they probably aren't. You know, but at the yeah. same time, they're kind of like, dude, like I if you're just like a you know north face patagonia npc guy with like a hydro flask just like standing around like ukraine <laughs> sticker at just mm -hmm. added to it like if you're that guy you know i don't i i expect that from you I expect oh, yeah, no, it's, it's expected. we this is a thing i can see but when but man when it's like when you want to challenge all authority when you know you're an anarchist and all this stuff it's like hey man if you want to burn shit down that's <laughs> first place to go dude yeah <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know man it's, it's just nuts what's up si hey what's up guys yeah no what's going on jeremy hey. yeah um so anyways the uh he was doing his own protest right now i, uh, I was protesting okay, I, we're not supposed to have the sticker on our flask i thought yeah for being slight partially partially late it was his own protest it yeah like, he's like i'm protesting mandates but yeah in the passive aggressive way yeah, yeah. no no <laughs> yeah. Just a podcast. He's like, I'll just be. Uh, you were taking a moment of silence, is what you were doing. Moment of silence. Yeah, yeah. Moment of silence. So, anywho, <laughs> so we we're just uh, uh, talking about is uh, 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 you're just getting started here, and we, we we're talking about California and all that. Um, so describe just the route in general, like where you feel like, yeah. felt like you guys were all over the place. We were all over the place. So we went from California to I think it was Kingman, Arizona, and then then the place they slept in Kingman was like some pizza place in the middle of nowhere had like forty acres. And they were like, you can use our, you know, land to park the trucks. And they're like, okay. And so they went from there to um, Lupton, Arizona. And Lupton, Arizona was just a abandoned desert town in the high desert of Arizona. And it was actually on uh, the Navajo uh, mm -hmm. tribal nation's land. And they uh, stayed there for a night. And actually, like, elders from Navajo Nation, like, came out and cooked the truckers' food. Like, um, giant supporters of the truckers. 
giant supporters of freedom in general. Sorry, I'm thinking of CNN just going like, yeah. and Thanksgiving part two happened. <laughs> and we the would like. Pilgrims came and talked to the natives. <laughs> they had a meal. Corn squash and beans. Yeah. <laughs> they handed out blankets. It was terrible. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, I talked sorry. to a few like Navajo like nation like the the elders that were cooking for them, and it would totally like it would make a liberal like pull their hair out. Like they would they would think this is an actor. Like, oh, for sure. You know, she was like, "We support the truckers. We support America. I know what America should stand for. We love the truckers. That's why we're cooking them food." And it's just like you know th this this is a sixty year old lady who had everything stolen her from her like from her family from like the government and she like loves the constitution she really supports the truckers she hates the mandates um totally like not what you'd expect if if you were like a liberal watching television you'd think all of the the native americans and the pocs hate the truckers but these people came out and really showed their support um yeah. so then we then we went from arizona to i don't know we went through texas oklahoma um arkansas um and then we went up north, uh, Indiana. We were in Indiana for a couple of days. And Indiana, it was interesting. There was this lady, Lee Dundas. And the whole time they were saying, you know, we don't want this to be another January 6th. You know, we need to be peaceful when we get to D.C., January 6th, January 6th. And they were saying, um, we're going to D.C. And, and then slowly as we got towards the East Coast, the rhetoric changed. And it was like the D.C. area. We're going to the D.C. area. And a lot of the truckers were like, I joined this convoy to, to go to D.C. What does yeah. area mean? And um, so they were like, well, we're not going to go into D.C. because it'll be a mess. And the truckers were like, well, why yeah. am I here? Like, I thought we were going to Washington. And um, so that was kind of like in the on the back burner. Like a lot of the truckers were wondering, like, are we going to go into D.C.? Are we not going to go into D.C.? And there's this lady, Lee Dundas, who was the f person who was like really riling everyone up, really giving these really hard hitting speeches, yelling, screaming. And um she just like disappeared right before we got to Washington. She just disappeared. She, she said she was an organizer, a leader, disappeared. Um, and we Googled her name and I looked her up and it, it actually turns out that she was at January 6th on the Capitol steps telling people that it's their duty to go into the Capitol. So I don't know. She like fled to Mexico um, when the, and then the FBI like let her off the hook and she came back and then she joined this truckers convoy, which their, you know, their stated goal was like to make sure that it wasn't another January 6th. Right. Um, so I don't know if she was a spook, a fed, like she just disappeared. I texted her and I was like, Hey, you think we could do an interview? Like I already knew she left, but she didn't know that I knew. And she was like, Hey, I'm actually not with the convoy anymore. I'm going on a, a pre-planned trip. And it's like, all trips are pre-planned. Like, why would you say that? And then, <laughs> um, she was like, I'm going on a pre-planned trip to my daughter's, um, my daughter's, uh, not funeral. Um, what's the thing where it's a big dance and it's an era. No, no, no. <laughs> um, prom. My prom. daughter's prom. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's like yeah. February 29th. Like it's not prom season. Like it's the worst <laughs> lie. And, um, so she disappeared. No one ever spoke to her again. Um, yeah. And Should then, have said quinceanera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least it's not seasonal. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So then we we got to um, we got to Hagerstown, Maryland, which is like 60 miles outside of Washington, D.C. A lot of the truckers were like, what are we doing 60 miles outside of D.C.? I thought we were just going to go into the Capitol and be done. And honestly, that's what I thought as well. Um, so we were in Hagerstown for an entire month. Um, and we got there, and they didn't know what was going on. Um, and the organizers and leadership were like, here's our plan. We're going to do loops around the beltway. And that's how we're going to make our voices heard and remind our government that they work for us. 
And half of the truckers were like, all right, whatever. And the other half of the truckers were like, we're going to drive around a highway in a circle. Like how, who, like how our politicians care about, like they don't care if we're driving on a highway. Um, So that's where the first like ripples started happening between the organizers and the organized uh, in terms of like strategy. Um, And so they did a few loops and uh, there was kind of like a, the organizers were, were staying in an RV in Hagerstown. They had like a really nice RV that was like kind of donated by someone who supported them and who was wealthy. So the organizers were staying in an RV and every few days there would be like mini protests of, there would be like 50 truckers gathered around the organizers RV saying like, you know, they have hardwood floors in there. Like they're not telling us the plan. You know, this is super undemocratic, blah, blah, blah. And it was super interesting to see like just the, like they're protesting, you know, an undemocratic government policy and they they ended up like protesting undo- undemocratic policy within the convoy itself. Um, so like there was like these little mini coups and little contingents that split off and there was like different leaders of different sects all sure. in Hagerstown um, in, in Maryland. And during that time, you know, um, you know, in Canada, they were just, they just beat the heads of truckers in while they were in Canada. And here, you know, like political theater is a little more um, interesting here. So, Ted Cruz came down to Hagerstown, Maryland and mm-hmm. shook a couple hands, gave a set sure. of few words, how he supports the truckers. And um, the organizers were like, you know, this is a big win. We have Ted Cruz here. And the truckers were more like, who cares if Ted Cruz is here? Like he's not doing anything for us. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? And so that even more like the fact that the organizers were saying it's a big win that Ted Cruz is here. The truckers were like, you know, I'm, I'm missing work. I have a family back in Idaho. Right. Like I can't just sit here while Ted Cruz talks to us. Like we need to go to DC. Um, yeah. And the whole like January 6th thing was really like um, used to, I mean, everyone was afraid of another January 6th happening. Mm-hmm. Everyone was afraid of this thing. And they kept like the organizers kept saying, we don't want another January 6th. And it was just like the fear of January 6th. And like these people, how these people are still in jail for like their protests on January 6th, like it really scared a lot of the organizers and the truckers into not protesting government policy in their own, like, you know, taxpayer paid for capital. Right. You know? So it was, it was, it's definitely like an op how January 6th to this day is stopping people from just protesting their own capital. Yeah. And you say Ted Cruz was there, right? But like yeah. there were some people that seemed authentically there to support. Like, I mean, you ran into yeah, Robert, Malone, Robert Malone, right? Robert, yeah, into, Robert uh, Malone, great guy. Uh, like, he was there. He came to, to you know, give scientific legitimacy to the convoy. And um, he came and he talked and he had a little speech prepared. Everyone loved him. Like he was definitely genuine in his. And who, who is that? Who, I'm sorry. Who is, who is this? Robert Malone invented. Oh. MRNA oh, oh I, think, I thought you said a different name on, alongside Robert Malone. Sorry. No, okay. yeah, he was definitely yeah, just, genuine. Um, and then also Paul Alexander, I don't know if you know who that is. Um, Paul Alexander, um, was a scientist in Canada and he was with the truckers in Canada. And then he was, um, at some point he was like, he went back to Canada to support the trucks, but before that he was hired by Trump's health and human services as Mm -hmm. a like senior, uh, like liaison on like the COVID response. And he was with the truckers literally every day for two months. He brought his family, like his nine-year-old daughter and his wife was with the truckers every day. He was with the truckers every day. He was strategizing with the organizers, like how to get into DC, how to uh, protest, how to make sure that we don't get beat up. Like he, he's just a scientist. 
and he really like uh, cared about the cause. And like, there's a warrant out for his arrest right now in, in Canada because of what he did in Canada. Um, but he, he's a really great guy. I, I tip my hat to him. He stayed with the truckers longer than me. He's still with them. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's yeah, exactly. And, and, um, yeah, it wasn't like, and then I think like Pierre Corey, like a few other people, right? Yeah, Pierre there. Corey was there. Um, yeah, he was there like many days, um, hanging out, uh, talking to, to nurses, talking to women. Um, he was, uh, Pierre <laughs> Corey, uh, I don't feel bad disclosing this information. Pierre Corey was chiefing cigarettes. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I see you, lung, lung dot. Man, I love it. I mean, <laughs> here's the thing like, okay. Okay, let me let me uh let me put on my PR firm for Pierre Corey. Of course, here. Uh, PR Corey. 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 Okay, <laughs> you ever see a car mechanic? Typically, they drive like the three hundred thousand mile mm, like yeah. Honda Accord. Yeah, and like they're pushing that thing since like nineteen eighty seven because they're like, I can fix it if anything happens. Yeah, let's go. Pierre Corey's like, yeah, I'm. I what? You think I can't stop this? Come it on. makes me like him more, dude. Yeah, no, if that's the yeah, thing, I'm like, so ready to call doctors. If my doctor came in with a cigarette, I'd be like, let's go. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. like, yeah. If I'm, that's the thing that makes you not like him, it's like, well, he he does it. It's like, yeah, where Albert Borla is like a veterinarian. Like, is that you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. No, no. When I saw him smoking, I was like, oh, I like this guy more. Like yeah, like, it oh, was yeah, so yeah. cool. You're just hanging start, out yeah. with the 18 wheelers, just talking to truckers, just like you know, spitting on the ground, like just being a normal guy. And at the same time, he was like giving all the trucker scientific legitimacy, all of his like credentials. He was there saying the science is on their side, mandates are stupid, the vaccine's bad, etc. Yeah, he was great, amazing, amazing stuff. So you know, to some people, because there was there was radio silence on this. Like to be honest, I other than you. And I, I don't, to be fair, I don't sit down and watch CNN or Fox News. I don't just like sit down and watch that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, right. Yeah. But, but however, like I didn't really hear a lot about it. I'm online. So mm -hmm. it's like, I, you think you'd hear a whole lot other than what you were saying and maybe a few other people that were there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that always shows to me that something's actually being accomplished is when they're radio silent. Mm -hmm. Right. Like when they cover it, that means they have an angle that's beneficial. Right. Like in any way. Right. Whether the cities are burning down, this could be a chance to go get mm -hmm. Democrats elected. Um, if they're, you know, anything's happening, if it's COVID, there's a mass pandemic. This is a way to get people to stay inside and transfer wealth up. Like there's mm -hmm. there's many motives to it. But when they're radio silent on something, it's typically like the dirtbag leftist style. Like, ah, oh, that's not even happening. Yeah. Chill out. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like there's yeah. no mandates. Relax. Um, there's. That always seems to be the case uh, in that sense. But in California, there was actual legislature that got scrapped, correct? Yeah. In California, there was um, – wait, I didn't even first know let me this. talk about yeah. the radio silence. There, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. there was no – I mean, maybe uh, Tucker Carlson did, like, one report, like, you know, he did one good report about how, like, the roadblocks in D.C. were illegal – um the native americans were cooking for the truckers yes yeah <laughs> the, ro the roadblocks were illegal he did a segment on that and like first uh, the roadblocks every time a contingent of truckers tried to get into washington they ahead of the truckers even getting there they had dump trucks and plow trucks and just big government vehicles parked at all of the exits to get into washington dc and um it was super haphazard. Like one time they were pulling the trucks in and somebody didn't know the road was closed because they didn't tell anyone yet and mm -hmm. just plowed into a dump truck and, and oh, died. Oh, no. So like oh. the, the government, like the police response to the truckers was really crazy and people in D.C. were giving the truckers fingers and, right. you know, saying fuck you to them. And they didn't even know that like the traffic and 
it was all caused because the police are shutting down every entrance into Washington just so the truckers don't get in, just so the truckers can't, you know, um, can't protest. It's their First Amendment right. Like all they wanted to do is go into Washington and protest. Um, so these roadblocks were happening, you know, rolling roadblocks by the day, every day. Um, and I would even ask them, I went up to a, I went up to a police officer and I was like, you know, are these roadblocks legal? And he would look at me and be like, you know, I I can't answer that. It's like, Oh my God, like these, they won't even, it's so easy to say, yes, they're legal. They won't even say they're legal. And at at another point I was threatened with arrest. But when I asked if they were legal, I was like, are they legal? And they were like, listen, get back in the truck or you're going to get arrested. I was like, you know, these, it's super easy to be like, they're legal. And they never said it once. And there's actually um, a legal precedent, like, in 2008, the Metro PD, like DC police, tried to um, put roadblocks around this neighborhood where the homicide rate was like crazy. Like people were just getting killed every day and they just put in roadblocks so people couldn't, it was harder to come in and leave. And they got taken to court and it, they were told that the roadblocks are illegal, that it's, you know, public property. People right. have the right to drive yeah. on the street. And so that's a crazy precedent. Like you're not even allowed to block roads to stop people from getting murdered. Like yeah. how are you yeah. allowed to, to block roads to stop people from doing a peaceful protest? Um, so the, the roadblocks were, were just happening constantly in Washington and that's what made the truckers like they couldn't get into DC. So they were like, you know what, there's this legislation pending in California. Um, these bills, one, um, mandated the vaccine for, you know, children in school, um, public or private or homeschooled. They need the vaccine regardless of FDA approval. Another one, um, mandated it for public and private employees, um, no matter what, if you're filing your taxes in, in the state of California, right. you need the vaccine. Um, another one, uh, turn would, the, give, the would give me an excuse to not do taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. that's, that's where I'm going <laughs> with that one. Yeah, I'd be like, well, I guess I'm not doing taxes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, another one, they called it the COVID cop bill. And like it, it said, like, if police don't enforce, you know, whether it be vaccine mandates, mass mandates, lockdowns, they get their funding pulled. You know, they defund the police and give the funding to the health department. Um, yeah. And uh, I was talking to a, like a liberal about it and they were like, they're going to defund the police. Awesome. Yeah. Um, hello, <laughs> exactly. base department. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> give it all to um, Pfizer instead. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and there yeah. was, there was a bunch like that. It was just, you know, it was, it was, you know, enriching the, the police state. It was mandating everyone to get the vaccine. So they were just like, you know what? We can't even get into our own capital while we still have this leverage, like, you know, we, we still have 350 big rig trucks. Like it only takes two trucks really to shut down a street and just park right. them sideways. Oh, yeah. Like w- the things you can do with 350 is, is wild. Um, so they said, let's go back to California and protest these um, bills. So that's when they went to California and there was giant, like, you know, and whether it be Antifa or it was just like liberals or leftists or college students, just protesting them, throwing eggs at them. And um, that was Antifa when you really got to the, pro- like is, the, is the real resistance fucking vax mandate like, yeah, I mean, exactly. I'm, not saying, I'm not shocked i just people if you just nah, need to say that sentence to yourself a few times like they just just if you still have that like sh- little where you're like in andy knows replies like antifa's cool actually <laughs> like like if you're that guy <laughs> you still have that shred of like hey fashion like no these these are sick people that are doing like yeah. in this. like they're doing the we spa stuff they're doing all this. like they don't they they just i don't know they like, they just feel like getting in the way of like autonomy and stuff like that which is like is that like yeah, what you're protesting freedom. yeah exactly, well, exactly it's like you know people it's a group thing thing and everyone's you know i've I've lived in a town that was heavily like activist focused mm-hmm. before and everyone was like, Hey, we're just doing this thing on a Saturday. You in? And it's like, you know, and it's like, yeah, what are you going to, 
it's like i don't know i wasn't like into that shit really but you could tell people were like peer pressure they're like oh yeah that's it's the current thing you know that's the yeah. thing yeah it's the truck is bad yeah and throw the, throw the truck and and then we all go like hang out yeah, yeah. Why, why not try a pickup mm-hmm. game of basketball instead if yeah, you want seriously, to build, like, dude. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh that's literally yeah, yeah. yes yeah. any literally anything else except that like to build some camaraderie yeah. but uh yeah. um yeah no that that's so so you get you get to to california you're greeted by every uh soros organization um yeah and, just and, soros and, eggs yeah, yeah soros yeah. and gates just uh uh specials just thrown at you all day <laughs> in california uh i for one can't believe it and uh the so this gets struck down so how does it how does it just fail like right does california scrap the bill i mean because, they they, yeah. they don't really scrap them they they shelve a few of them they pause a few of them trying to like you know wait till it's more like politically mm-hmm. you know easy to get these passed like when there's not giant protests outside the capital because like they have more time and resources than the truckers do the truckers have to get back to their families they got to start working eventually you know they just you know pause it they shelve it until the right. truckers leave um, I, I heard that a lot of the original authors of the bills were trying to get their names scrubbed from it because they didn't want to be associated with it anymore in, in, in California yeah, Congress. Uh, a lot of a lot of them, like they were like, "Oh, I didn't write that." Yeah, it's like okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> well, California writer. always writer. even well before COVID. California's always had a weird, like, vaccine legislative bent to yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, kind of, that guy. Yeah. That guy, Richard Pan, who like yeah. all of those bills, Richard Pan has been like, he's the one who got, you know, all of religious, uh, all religious exemptions and all medical exemptions taken yeah. away from children at school. You yeah. know, like they were always mandated, like the schedule was mandated for public schools in California for a while. Yeah. But it was Richard Pan, like, it's crazy to be like, you're writing policy, you're a legislator, and it's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just take away religious <laughs> exemptions and medical exemptions. Like, what? Yeah how evil and backwards you know he's and the he's, guy he's the guy that like uh del big tree will pop up and like gorilla interview him be like yeah he'll, he'll, he'll run away like, he'll run yeah. like, it's like bolt, eric andre yeah yeah that's no that's cool and uh yeah I mean, i'm like if you just google richard pan medical it just says like malpractice this thing like all this like insane stuff yeah he's he's not a good dude and if you go on just like open secrets or whatever that website is like you see just last year like GlaxoSmithKline, gilead pfizer um like every big vaccine manufacturer every big pharmaceutical company and pharma like the the pharmaceutical like lobbying group like he's taking money from everyone like it's not a secret like who he works for um People really don't didn't like him at the pro. Like he was like enemy number one. He was like Fauci. Um, yeah, yeah. A quick look at Pan's campaign contributions showed that just last year he took thousands of dollars from Pfizer, Merck, GlaxoSmithKline, and Gilead, some of the largest vaccine manufacturers on earth. He's the one who has pushed all these mandatory vaccine bills, and he's got. Um, they they've always been like mandatory, but they took away all exemptions, so you can't even get a medical exemption or a religious exemption to opt out of the vaccines. And so, 100% of children who enter school here in california have to have a certain amount of vaccines he was the one who pushed that through and there were massive protests against that and now he's put through a bunch of trying to put through a bunch of bills and they one of them was adding the covid vaccine to the schedule of all these vaccines kids have to take before they go to school without exemptions 
But Californians cave to shit like that, though. That's what yeah. kills me about Californians is like the people will be like, oh, that guy, man, what's his problem? And then like they're just like, well, we can't have anybody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like they like will never actually fully oust anybody. Like that's the problem. Like that's the problem with Gavin Newsom too. It's the same thing. It's like Gavin Newsom's objectively bad. Getty Oil just like shill, you know. And they'll just be like, yeah, but like, what if somebody else comes in? That could be bad. That could like, be re- that's like you you do that for ten years, and Gavin Newsom just gets worse and worse. Yeah, exactly. And then he just becomes yeah. the guy. Well, he already is way yeah. worse than the guy they're scared of. But yeah, he just and ends up being able to just be that guy in the open, mm-hmm. like the mean, you know, the terrible guy. Like and um yeah so so what what i'm getting at here is like you know a lot of people just say like oh these guys are just honking and being annoying you know these guys are just you know blocking the road um they kind of do the like reverse like well what if you know a bunch of black people did this like you know they'd get like shot on site but like you guys didn't have the police on your side you know mm-hmm. like there yeah, was yeah, i mean the police were like block like not letting the truckers like literally peacefully protest in their own capital they just traveled across the country to do this thing and they have to, um, they like, uh, they tried to get a permit to bring all the trucks in because mm-hmm. they thought that would be the best way to go about it. And normally permits are just approved because it's, you know, you just have to let the city know like that you're coming and their permit got struck down. It's like a, a huge violation of their first amendment rights. Like permits don't get struck down. They're not supposed to get struck down. They're suing, like there's legal action being taken. I don't really know much about it, but um, the police and DC and like everyone that like liberals in the left like supposedly hate was against the truckers um but it didn't it didn't make them like the truckers anymore oh i see so so you have uh um you know what i found interesting about uh this being covered uh it was solely just by you and you know max blumenthal had been had been talking about it for a little he was there and all that stuff for a couple days yeah you know it is kind of cool though that you guys do get to like kind of it is kind of cool in a sense not having opposition right like in that sense like you do do get to tell that story and there's no temptation for somebody to just find some like you know glowing leftist media thing to kind of come Mm -hmm. in and and just and just kind of smear it all over that did that did that ever pop it like does that ever pop in because i haven't seen anybody else cover it like at all so so like towards the end um, of hagerstown um this guy like walked onto the into the the parking lot and he had like a giant mustache and he was wearing um he was wearing skinny jeans and he had a camera strapped around his neck and we we're like who's this character you know and he walked up i was talking to some truckers he walked up to us and he was like how's it going i'm i'm, I'm from rolling stone magazine oh boy and, and he thought like you know that would make make everyone like worship him and like, rock and roll man yeah. right on <laughs> and uh he was like i i wanted to come earlier but i was in ukraine and oh god i was like we don't care like you know it, it just didn't work loser. um so he like went truck to truck there's 350 trucks knocking on windows knocking on doors saying hey uh i'm with rolling stone magazine can i can i come in the truck today for the convoy like around the beltway can i come no. and everyone said no everyone said no and finally like this old man he was like almost senile it was called old man dan they called him and he was just like yeah hop on in and mm-hmm. so he he hopped in and like it was the worst person to send this guy with um because the first question he asked he was like why why are you joining the protest and old man dan said uh, he, he mentioned election fraud 
and it was like, oh no, like this guy's like he make he's making everyone look crazy, like Trumpers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would um, literally rather pick up Lloyd Christmas from yeah. Dumb and Dumber <laughs> on the fucking side of the road than that guy. So <laughs> the the article came out and it was super. It was like five thousand words. Uh, he said something super. He was like, he was like the they did fireworks at night, and I have to say, I don't like fireworks anymore, especially after coming back from Ukraine. Like as if to say, like I'm I'm scared of the sounds. And um, uh, he it, actually the, the first sentence, the first sentence of the article was like the trucker's base in Hagerstown, Maryland is probably the, the weirdest and most interesting place that I've ever been. And I was like, OK, fair enough. That, that's actually true. Um, okay. But but the rest of the article is really bad. I, I mean, he talked to it like maybe one person who like who who said like he was definitely like, hey, like, what do you think about Q, Q and on? And the person would be like, you know. You know, we definitely have a deep state, and you know, Q is real, and and he just made the whole article, but like, right. just he only quoted crazy people, um, so it was really bad, and like that's essentially how the mainstream media treated uh, it, like many times. Right. Like, the Washington Post sent a guy in, like undercover, and then they they were like, who, we're like, who was he? Like, you know, these people were walking around, like probably tweeting, like I'm at the truckers' protest. Uh, it's really bad. A lot of you know American flags. Um, <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, it was. Yeah, how bad. They, there was one more um there was one more journalist he was with the daily beast and he was mm. he was undercover at hagerstown all the time like live tweeting and no one could find him <laughs> and he was there and uh he went he came to the the like round table talk with like ted cruz and ron johnson and a few of the truckers and explained that the truckers were circling washington dc quote quite feverishly Oh, God. They're like, yeah, we're driving. Like, you know, what is like, why is it that feverish? (laughs) And uh, you could see him like if there was a little contingent in in Washington of truckers, he would be running alongside the truckers live tweeting. He was just like a funny character. Um, He he was like secretly recording different conversations he heard in Hagerstown and posting them on Twitter. Um, You know, the the media was there in small numbers. Um, You know, he was on the truckers beat. And, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's all he was doing. You know, like, he was the guy that, like, go cover the truckers, man. You're new here. Go cover the, like, I feel like that's <laughs> yeah. kind of what it was. Or like, because, you know, they're like, you know, hey, great, uh, great false ivermectin story. Can you go cover the trucker thing now? Yeah. Like, you know, that's, that's, um, I picture like a Rolling Stone guy walking around like the thing, like, which trucks did Peter Thiel pay for? You know, yeah. like, I wonder, you know, this Peter built, Peter built what, right? Peter <laughs> <Thiel>? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, but yeah, that, that's insane. So, so you all in all, sorry, are we missing any de- key details of, uh, of, of, of going through here because i because all in all yeah yeah, this 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 trip probably about six weeks right would you say for you i mean what's today it was february 23rd to like three days ago so it was two months damn eight weeks eight weeks on the road can you operate a truck now i actually was invited i i practiced i i did drive a truck around the parking lot um I switched from like one gear to the other gear. Like there's like 15 gears mm-hmm. in these trucks. Um, so that's all I did. And then I looked at him. I was like, I'm done. And then I, I, I handed it over to him. So I, I can kind of do it, but like not really. Okay. So there, there's that. Um, now, one, one thing I, I wonder that comes from this and, yeah. um, you know, people, people that some people don't think this is a possibility. Um, 
but you know, I, I work in kind of a blue collar sector and it's for the most part, you know, everybody has their differences, but for the most part, like you kind of identify with the people that you work with more so Mm -hmm. than, um, the people that look like you, uh, Mm -hmm. in a, in a sense. Right. And, and the, um, does this give you like a hope for like a somewhat of a populist kind of worker uprising or however you want to brand it? I hate saying Mm -hmm. the words to it, but like just in a sense where it's like, okay, like this guy, the, the Q guy is fine to me because I work with like seven Q guys. So like, yeah. I don't care. Like I had lunch. I literally went to El Pollo Loco with the Q guy the other day. Yeah, like it's all enough. good. Like of it's, it, yeah, this, um, this guy, I don't even know if I can say that anymore. We're kind of a health podcast. I shouldn't be saying El Pollo Loco. It's not good, <laughs> but um, uh, no, the, the, like I, those guys are fine to me, but like to some people that's scary, right? That's scary. They, yeah. they might identify with like the, the programmer at Google that's like, you know, completely blue pilled NPC guy. Um, for, for those reasons, but does this give you hope for like, just some kind of like any kind of uniting force, like bodily autonomy, if, if it's not that, what, what else would it be? Right. Yeah. I mean, they were there like for their own bodily autonomy and like more so like the fact that like these government policies are stopping them from like putting food on their table, like the, and their kids don't, won't eat. And like, then they want to mandate it for their children. Like they were mostly fathers. The truckers were like overwhelmingly fathers and were there for their children like they're 60 years old they're like i'm not here for me i'm here for my kids you know they're here for the the future and um there was like tons of i mean there were definitely a lot of people who voted for trump there was like a lot of trump guys and like they even knew though like like they were telling other people to take the trump flags off their trucks they're like this is not about trump like they were smart enough to know that like the media will run with like a trump right it's like let's let's not say anything about trump like this is not about trump trump is not president like we don't you know it's not about trump um there was the trump people there was the lots of like don't tread on me flags which is honestly it's it's fair enough for like the the mandate cause um and then i even there was this a guy named he called himself santa and i became great friends with him he had a big gray beard he was super nice super compassionate and loving he was a father and then it wasn't until like the very end i learned that he was he was a proud boy and wow like it was the kind of thing where it's like, if you told me that like I was going to become like friends with like a, an old man who seemed like gentle and everything like, and he was like, Oh yeah, I'm a proud boy. Like, and he took off his shirt. He had his proud boy shirt on. He was like the tenets of what we believe are in the back. And he's like, we're like, I am against racism X and Y. And it's just like, I would never expect to be like, to see so much like love and camaraderie, um, Cause if you told me I was going to go hang out with like proud boys and Trumpers and there's also like disenfranchised Bernie supporters, like a lot of people sure. voted for Bernie, not in 2020, but in 2016. Right. Um, there was a lot of them and yeah, the 2020 people were throwing eggs at you. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. But they yeah. were all, they were all getting along. There was the proud boys, the Trumpers, the Bernie supporters, like everyone, there was kids there. People brought their kids. There was, um, white people. There was obviously like, there was a ton of black truckers. There was, everyone was there. Everyone was getting along. Everyone was there because they knew that they needed to, you know, stop the cross-border vaccine mandate because none of them can make money. And that's, that was really the, the defining thing that brought everyone together. So there's definitely hope for some type of um, movement that, that's like that. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And like you have, uh, so, now, so now you're, you're back and do you miss yeah. it a little bit? Yeah, that's, that's actually funny you say that because um, in Hagerstown, we would see, I would see like five or six truckers, like not there. And I'd be like, oh, I wonder where they are. And then five days later, I would see them again. And I'd be like, where'd you go? And they'd be like, have you ever seen the show Lost actually? Either of you? Yeah, sure. I actually, I have. Yeah. So in the show Lost, like there's a point where 
everyone's like, we need to go back to the island. They yep. just have a feeling that they need to go back to the island. And it was kind of like that in Hagerstown where I was like, oh, they're like, we went home. And I just had this feeling I had to come back. And like people were just leaving and no one would be gone for more than five days. And they would just have a feeling that they had to come back and they would, they would be back. And it definitely, I know there's one documentarian that's still there. I, I met his John name. John Denver song, Country Roads. Dude. Country Roads. <laughs> the whole time, man. Just, yeah. He's, this guy, Young Kim is still there and he, he's going to stay until he's going to follow some truckers home. And he told me, he was like, I think a lot of these truckers, a lot of these people here will have, you know, some sort of PTSD like after the convoy's over, like going back to real life, normal life, they'll be depressed. It's like so Burning Man, dude. Exactly. They're gonna like he's gonna stick with the truckers that leave and like see how like they they do adjusting to normal life. Because it is weird, like you're just cooking dinner uh with all these truckers, you know, it's like camping you're drinking, you're, everything's free. You know, you, you wake up, you, you try to go into DC, you come back, you eat dinner and you do the, the same thing the next day. It's like, it's a weird life. Yeah. And that's it's, like, and that's like leftist heaven, right? Isn't that like what they want? Yeah. I mean, everything was free. All the dinners were free. <laughs> yeah. Like everything was free. Everything like they, they even had like a community pantry where everything was free. You could get shampoo, toothpaste, yeah. books, clothes, snacks, food, whatever. And um, I remember posting about it, like saying, like, here's the, the the people's pantry, they called it. And everyone was like, sounds a lot like communism. Ha ha ha. Like, gotcha. I was like, <laughs> these people, you know, like they don't they, they're not a, they don't not, not against like pooling resources and sharing what everyone has. And like, nobody is. That's yeah. the thing. Like, nobody is. But like when some blue hair guy like wants to see your fucking papers before going on a thing. Yeah, maybe they're against any of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, like for the most part, like the general nature of just sharing and like finding common ground among people like that's just human nature right and i think even a communist would would agree there that's human nature that's why what they think is going to work mm -hmm. work right is because people can find enough common ground to want to share things with each other and not be greedy right like that's essentially and, and own what you do and, and do all that these truckers are owner operators which is i i actually mean to ask you that this is this is always when marxists for the canadian stuff a lot of them were tripping over their own words trying to describe mm -hmm. what a trucker was yeah. <laughs> um, and they're like, well, truckers aren't workers because they own their own business. It's like, no, they own their means of production. Yeah. They I'm like, it's like, not, it's not, they're not kulaks, dude. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, if they are, who cares? I don't even give a shit. Yeah. You know, a <laughs> owner, I don't care. But I just mean, even if your own argument, these guys are workers, they just happen to own what they produce in a sense. Like they own their truck. It's their, yeah. they own the building essentially. They're a hundred percent workers. Like these guys had to leave the convoy to make money, to pay bills, and then come back to the convoy. Like they, they're not wealthy by any means. No. Um, and they own their trucks. Like, and and who's to say that it wasn't some like you know it wasn't some predatory loan that allowed them to buy that truck? Like they're not they're not like outside of the the plight of you know any American who's trying to make ends meet. Um, yeah. Like people said, like the the farmers in in France. Who were protesting and like you know uh, blowing uh -huh. shit on the government buildings? That was like, amazing. Oh, those yeah. aren't workers. Those tractors are two hundred thousand dollars. It's like oh god, what are you on the the cat <laughs> website looking up looking up fucking trail? Oh god, get out of here! I hate these people. And you know, like these who like it doesn't mean that they just forked over two hundred twenty grand cash and got their truck. Like they are they probably financing these things, and that's the only way that they can make money for their family. So you know, 
Godspeed. Yeah, and the people, I'm sorry, the people that, just for the France thing, the people that are freaking out about the France thing get paid like $120,000 to watch that video and pretend they're working. <laughs> so what, like, what is the, you know, what, you know, Wait, what's, what's more essential there? Thing? What's well, the, the France, uh, I, I forget what it was. Was it a man over the man? Oh, no, it was over Macron uh, winning again once. Uh, uh, yeah, he yeah. won the election over Le, Le Pen, right? I believe I'm not super plugged into that, but I remember a lot of people wanted Le Pen to win. Um, yeah. And, and Macron was kind of like the Joe Biden of that sense yeah, where it's like, exactly. well, imagine if we let a Nazi win. Yeah. You know, and like that's it's very much similar in that sense. Um, But like what they did is like and French people. French people do this. Like this is a regular this is a regular old day in France, honestly. Like when there's something they don't like, like when the price of certain things get too high uh for them, they'll just dump manure on people's like a politicians. Yeah. Like they're very direct <laughs> so in their protest. So what they did was they dumped like straight up fertilizer, like rotten ass like fertilizer in the middle of like this like beautiful like central square area. I think maybe I maybe it was a where a political building mm -hmm. was, to be honest. It, it was just drip there was poop dripping from windows. Everywhere, like it was wild. Dude. Yeah. Like they just went like it was like something you'd see out of a like a, a movie where it's like a woman like getting after her cheating boyfriend, where like you know, Courtney Love music's playing in the background or something. Like it seemed like something like that. It was really, really cool. Um, but like, yeah, like I was saying, you know, these people, you know, there'd be somebody protesting like, oh, these protesting rich guys and stuff. It's like, no, I'm sorry. You live like the ultimate bug life. Like I, I will trust the, any small business owner over the, mm -hmm. uh, the slave to a tech industry person that is clinging on to COVID simply so they can still work at home. You know exactly. what I mean? Like they're the moving their mouse every 15 minutes. So their yeah. boss needs to at their computer while they like yeah. smoke pot. Yeah. yeah. Show your camera. Show your camera. Okay. All right. All right. You know, like <laughs> I know the game. I know the game. I don't play it, but I know the game. I know how these people do this stuff. Even the cool based people will be like, ah, I still, you know, I still like that aspect of it, you know? <laughs> and, uh, so, um, one of the last, <laughs> last things I wanted to talk about is, um, you know, Jeremy, you and I spoke about it a little bit. I think they're bringing COVID back in America too. I think it's coming. I think it's coming. It's coming it back. Be, it might be coming. It, I mean, everyone's everyone's getting it. Like the politicians are like, I tested positive. I'm yeah. I have all these vaccines. Like it didn't work. And well, not like, everyone's what? getting it. Why? Why would they say these <laughs> people are getting it? Yeah. If, if they didn't have a plan, and then we we mentioned the videos in China, the China like, stuff. It's it's super. Like I mean, in the in in the beginning of COVID, we were shown those videos of people just just falling dead on the sidewalk, and we were told it was COVID, mm -hmm. and everyone got really scared. And that's honestly what manufactured consent for a lot of the, the policies here when they were like, COVID's coming, we need to just 15 minutes, like 15 days to uh, slow the spread. Like you've seen the video of the guy falling and who, who knows what those, like, why did that guy fall? You think like, Oh, I think it was an outtake from MXC most extreme elimination <laughs> challenge. I think it was uh yeah. And they're like, Oh shit, we forgot. That was the, he was on the rolling pin running thing, you know, but uh, <laughs> no, the, uh, yeah, the, the the China lockdown thing. I'll, I'll if I remember, I'll put a the little link of it where they do that like crazy drone camera and like nothing's happening in the city and it's it's pretty chilling, but it's meant to be chilling, yeah. right? I I I had to find I had to like block it out of my head because I'm like, no, this is they're just trying to. You're being shown a scary again. movie. Yeah, you're, you're being shown a horror film. You're being shown. You're be. They're gonna start doing the well. You know, the hospitals. We scaled the hospitals back a little bit. But now we're going to have to start burying bodies on the turnpike again, you know, the Jersey turnpike and stuff like we're going to have to start doing that. We're going to have to do these mass graves and, mm -hmm. uh, and and do that. And like I even see like some of these obviously fake posts on Twitter. There's this guy I, I don't if the, on the off chance that this is a real guy, I don't want to like expose him. <laughs> But this guy has a Ukraine flag in his like bio, like fake. not even in bio, but in his yeah, in his username. It's just that. Um, all right. I'll say his name. Fuck it. The, the Greek diplomat. 
Just okay. Geek, no, not Greek. The geek diplomat. Are you doxed him? Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, I'm sure he's. <laughs> I'm sure he's fine with that. I'm sure he's fine with like Taylor Lorenz and all that stuff. So, um, if he's got the Ukraine flag, so um, he says uh, he posted a positive COVID test, which like it's the COVID test looks so weird. Like they don't even look like. I don't know. There's no way that it's like, it looks like the, a pregnancy test. Yeah, it does look like a pregnancy test. And like, it's, it's yeah, it's like, dude, maybe you're just pregnant. Well, <laughs> maybe, you know, uh, it would it would explain the behavior. And the uh, he says, I'm rage crying this morning. <laughs> and he hosts the uh, he posts the, the picture. It looks like almost the logo is almost looks like it was lifted from Colgate. Uh, the covid test and uh, it says two years of isolating and keeping my toddlers safe. And I and I get infected with hashtag COVID nineteen, uh, which I want to make sure it's trending when I when I say this at a mandatory team offsite, even while wearing a K nine N ninety five mask myself. Now my toddlers are exposed, and then he does the angry emoji with like the cussing thing over its mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't over at US FDA. We need to hashtag immunize under fives now. Yeah, that's a. I mean. It's a fake post. <laughs> like, and, I mean, it totally is. Yeah, like, it's like uh, yeah. It's... Though, like any any all the parents like who are posting who are like, we need to get this vaccine like ready for children. Like the FDA is being so slow. Like, like yeah. saying our government sucks because our regulatory agencies aren't approving an experimental vaccine for children. Um, it's wild. And you'll even see like uh, I don't I don't know if you saw this. There was a lady who who was saying the same thing. There was an article on her recently on like Substack. I can't remember the name, but she's a Instagram influencer um, with a white coat. You know, she's like an MD. She's been doing like COVID posts since the beginning <laughs> of COVID. And this guy like called the hospital, the hospital that she supposedly works at. And they were like, we don't have any record of anyone's <laughs> employment, like of that name. Yeah, we do and- remember a, a clinically insane woman walking <laughs> around though, with the phone talking into that. We do have recollections of that, but it turns out that she's just a, she's a, a school nurse who's working from home since the beginning of COVID. A so she's nurse. like, and she also like, she's getting retweeted by, she got retweeted by Pfizer. Um, <laughs> so it's like a super interesting <laughs> account all the time, like definitely like an <laughs> op. Um, and she's like doing that same thing where it's like, we need to get children vaccinated. I'm, I'm seeing so many children coming, coming into my ER and it's yeah. like, you're, you're working from home. You're a school nurse. Like there is no ER. Like, yeah. what do you, you know, it's just like, she's acting. Um, I imagine, I imagine if I ever got retweeted by Pfizer that I was probably less than six and a half minutes away from being in the trunk of a car somewhere. <laughs> I imagine, yeah. That, I, I can't, I just, just seeing like that notification, like Pfizer retweeted you. I'd be like, oh, fuck. I would love that. That'd be such a funny I, notification. I mean, maybe. Yeah. But I'd be done. Like like, an I'd accident. They're like looking at all the hashtag Pfizer tweets and just like retweeting them. And yeah, they, just, they do one by accident. Yeah, the the good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, so the Im- immunized under fives is so funny too because the way that this uh, somebody explained this in like a really easy format. I don't have the tweet in front of me, but it's like really funny the way this thing this thing actually got approved because like mRNA has like un- been a- unable to get improved, approved mm-hmm. for so long, like just it's been sitting for so long. So you have to have something to create the EUA. The mm-hmm. EUA leads to the A. Right, mm-hmm. like that, or the authorization, yeah, right? Like the, the approval. Like it's, it's, it's like you have to. All these things are like they're like, no, no, no. It's totally cool, but we have to like emergency authorize it. And like emergency authorized to like a lib is like cool. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. hit the, we smash the glass we're on the fire. Something. Yeah. I never have to go back to work because mm-hmm. it's an emergency. And <laughs> you know that that's the way they're they're thinking in their head. And I I just it it makes and then all of a sudden like you know data comes out and like 
oh man, you know, maybe the insane people, maybe the two, you know, burnout, college burnouts that started a podcast, maybe they knew a year ago, maybe the thing they're saying that they were just speculating on might actually be true. And like, are you familiar with Dr. Rhonda Patrick? Yes, of course. I, yeah. I know her from like Joe Rogan. Yeah. One of the worst. Oh, we wanted, to, we wanted to talk about this. Yeah. One we, of the we, worst displays of, yeah. of, of, rogan's platform i've ever seen in my life and i'm not one of those guys. <laughs> hey rogan invite all the dumb people on it made her look stupid it truly did like mm -hmm. i don't think it convinced anyone to actually get vaccinated to be honest like i truly yeah, don't. know um I don't, I don't think it did especially like a lot of that's the problem with what a lot of people don't realize is that like libs always project because they always think that everybody who consumes a form of media obeys it but it's like no literally only you do like <laughs> only only you watch cnn and it, that's your politics you know what i mean uh -huh. like for the day and like you know the current thing it's like yeah rogan people might be like yeah i'm gonna put a little thing of butter in my coffee like they'll be like see it's like that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. not quite the same thing you know like as getting a shot you know and mm -hmm. and things like that and uh you know ronda patrick dr ronda patrick identifies as like a holistic alternative doctor of course, right? so yeah. it hurts it hurts the most when these people um ride the party line ride the um pfizer line whatever and um she was on rogan and she was like here are my eight talking points of vaccine misinformation that are harmful and she's like has to check it every like minute like it's, so like, it's yeah. not her it's not even like her you know doing that it's just like notes that she got and um folds easily under question questioning for rogan which is why i found that and the sanjay gupta to be like almost more informative yeah because it, 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 it kind Robert of ex Malone. it exposes them yeah they're not rock solid they don't no. handle the questions well sanjay gupta made up like an air conditioning guy story yes. oh like, my god I, lo I love that one of the best ones of all time that's my yeah. favorite joe rogan moment i feel like of this year it's was better like than anything uh peter mccullough or malone yeah. said no disrespect to those guys but that to me is like when do you i mean you know we all know the lies but like to some people it's like dude that didn't happen yeah he said you know? he went into someone's house um no no, no. he was uh, an air conditioning guy came to fix his air conditioner and was like listen should i get the vaccine <laughs> yeah it was like didn't love... his daughter die or yeah something? he said he said my daughter just died of covid should i get the vaccine yeah I remember, I remember when that app came out, and I was like, "Oh man, Sonic Cooper, are you kidding me?" And Glenn, you were like, "No, listen to it. It's no, better it was, than the McCullough it was one. So good. Yeah, it's better than anything." Because, because to be honest, I think it did. Like people were like, "Yeah, this guy sounded horrible. He was grasping for straws, all under just very simple like guy who smoked like a, an entire eighth." during yeah. the podcast like he's like <laughs> like that's how you fold it's not like joseph mccarthy ism type stuff it's like I love, joseph I love how, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rogan. yeah, yeah it's like yeah, you're, you fold under under that like a black rifle coffee got you you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love how gupta was like oh no and like after he's like went into the lion's den today and it's like for for being asked basic questions for the first time in your <laughs> life, explain yeah. what your point is. Yeah, like, exactly. Everybody yeah, else, and that's why that's why it's good because we're bad. Like people like us are battle tested. Like people that believe like us, people that have these big platforms, they're so battle tested that they sound so amazing. But like anybody else, the minute it's not a controlled interview, like an actual controlled. No, he was like, a mess. And I was wondering, like, why why did he even do that? Like he must have really thought that oh. Joe Rogan was wrong, and then he yeah. got there and. You know, like, why would they even send him on Joe Rogan's podcast if he was going to look like an idiot? Like, it's better not sending him at all. At all. Yeah. Just turn it down. Just be like, you're a fascist. Sorry, I won't come on. That would have been way better to Libs. Like, they would have exactly. been like, so true. They would have said that. I know the and following then, day, he was like, I, you know, I, I didn't perform that well on the podcast, I admit. But it was because I was 
I was afraid Joe Rogan was gonna assault you know, me. Assault me exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no, what a crazy thing. Well, and the worst thing that like the next day, Don Lemon, they said they did another set up hit job. You know, and and he didn't disavow it. That's the most fucked up thing. You yeah. saw that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, and, and, you know, they they got on again after like Joe made it very clear his whole. You know, I spent fucking three hours making it very clear his whole points and everything. And then Sanjay's like, "Yeah, I totally understand, man." You know, and then like literally like forty eight hours later, he's on CNN trash talking. It's like, I know oh, <laughs> that's fuck, so, but so they, funny. Man, I looked at he makes like five eight million dollars a year there or something like a year dude. Yeah, just true. for being like seen a doctor dude. just for it's like so literally good. being on sesame street and uh, like yeah just yeah. like not even like and then he i remember like and the the cold part about it is like rogan still like probably thinks he's a good doctor yeah you know oh, what yeah. i mean like rogan, rogan is so like, funny like he's that cool, man he's a subject <laughs> dude he means well he, he, he just like look he paid he paid like top dollar for his air conditioner I like, like he that guy money. i know people feel different ways about his politics or whatever you know yeah but, um, i like the guy michael malice because every time he's on rogan he's like dude shut the fuck up you're bullshit it's bullshit dude they don't like you they hate you yeah you know, exactly. it's like it's yeah he's just very yeah. clear about 100%. that yeah well, ronda pat i'm sorry ronda patrick yeah. ronda pat oh, yeah. what, what what happened <laughs> i saw Sai on twitter getting like kind of a spat with her because really? i forgot about her so funny. Yeah, i know it was great uh, it was great she replied back it wasn't nothing. all i did was ask like sorry can i right, please I, please I, yeah it's yours it's your yeah i forget what it is even a part, part intermittent of fasting that's oh, what it yeah. was <laughs> you, you, all, you, all you, i said you, was like you, have you changed bombarded your, her man like you, all i said i was just like hey have you changed your stance on the covid vaccine? you dealt big treater yeah yeah exactly exactly hand fucking richard pan yeah but um and then I got a res- I wasn't expecting anything, but I got a response, and it was like it was like yeah, I totally have. Uh, with new data comes new perspective, and then like you know, then y'all hopped in, and that like, killed yeah. me. That killed me when yeah. she said new she data equals new perspective. It's like no, we were right. Like we had that a year ago. What was were we just speculating? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't at all. Like we were accidentally thing, right. Yeah. My thing is, is like you know, everybody larps and they're like Nuremberg trials for all these doctors, and it's mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm not gonna pay. I mean, where do I sign? But like, what I mean is like, you know, <laughs> for the people who like, all I want to know right now is like you either right now, it's clear that it's that none of this worked. And mm-hmm. actually, to be honest, everybody I know that's got COVID right now is vaccinated. Yeah. Like truly, like I don't know any unvaccinated person right now that has COVID. I don't. And just, just look around. Like if you do, that's fine. Like you, I, I'm, I'm completely anecdotal. I have no numbers to say that. Mm-hmm. I just, everybody around me that has it. And I've had some people who didn't want the shot that are like, dude, I just, I just feel I get sick like at the easiest moment right now, like, you know, and and yeah. um, with with run, you know, we we knew this going into it. And what I want from these doctors, these people that were really pushing this stuff, people trying to get rid of misinformation is you either have to admit you were wrong. Right. Which is a, a shot on your credibility or dishonest. Right. Yeah. Those are the, those are the two options right there, because they'll definitely I, go with wrong. It, it, right. Which is fine. Like, uh, hey, I'll give you the out right there. I'm not I'm not a, mm-hmm. I'm not a, um, you know, I'm not. A ruthless like that i, I still have I <laughs> yeah. still have a heart right you know and uh, uh I, I do still have a heart because i didn't get the shot but the uh <laughs> um the people who you know i say you're either wrong or dishonest because wrong you know hey you take a shot on your credibility i'm not listening to you the next time during the pan you know whatever whenever you try to roll mm-hmm. this stuff out again um you you admit you got it wrong the first time um or you're dishonest because if i knew you knew right like if i knew then a doctor should have known there's just no way that like, cause you know, there's that meme. Hey, honey, I found all the stuff the doctors miss. The best doctors in the world miss. Love that meme. Yes, true. It's literally me. I, they didn't miss it. That's the <laughs> thing. Like, yeah, it's, it's there. I found it because it's in their journals. Like it's it's insane. 
I don't know. Rhonda Patrick, I just, I, it's just things like that. If she's just a regular, well, Sanjay Gupta is is, is a is an agent, right? And I'm yeah. sure Rhonda Patrick is in a sense too. But like the when you when you identify as alternative medicine, you never even once and like, it really stings. It. Yeah. Like coming from the like you know obviously like Albert Borla's there and says the vaccine is good and you know the anti-vaxxers X and Y. But like when Ron, when someone who says like, listen, I I totally believe in holistic medicine, holistic yeah. healing, alternative treatments, <sighs> but the vaccine yeah. is good. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that is such like a, a potent type of propaganda. Kills me, dude. I was gonna say, just chalk it up to another one of those, one of the like pe- person you thought was semi-based, and it turns out, you know, yeah. not to be. Which more hurts, good. yeah, hurts more. It hurts more, more dude. When you Definitely. when it's yeah, from it's, the usual suspects, it's like okay. I mean, it's just just the ba- forget about the science, right? Like, this is a brand new tech that has never been used in humans ever. The fact that if you don't bring that up in your first sentence every time you talk about the vax as like a doctor or medical professional mm-hmm. or social media influencer like you're literally doing propaganda at that point on behalf yeah. of Pfizer wittily or unwittily that's just the facts it's just crazy yeah yeah mm-hmm. and they want boosters for kids they want five to twelve boosters Insane. five to five five to five mm-hmm. between five and twelve year olds and like I'm sorry all of a sudden I just see the other day and hey sure maybe causation you know correlation to whatever that whatever that thing yeah. is that people say that try to tell us we're wrong the correlation and causation thing yeah. um even though it, like john dr jonathan latham was like no it literally does like it's like that's how everything <laughs> that's how everything in science works is through that way <laughs> but, like, but, yeah like yeah, when he said that i wasn't even there i had to like well you you were there i was just like yeah, yeah. Okay. it was a great episode yeah thanks right. I, I mean he's he's unbelievable and um so he he wouldn't you know, he says that, but like, yeah, okay, sure. Maybe it doesn't, but like childhood hepatitis rates are going up right now, mm-hmm. you know, uh-huh. and aren't, aren't there vaccines for that? Well, that's, and, no, so I, you, you're kind of getting onto a subject I wanted to, mm-hmm. you might not know Glenn, but may, you maybe do Jeremy, uh, Paul Offit, you know, Paul, do you guys know? Yeah. Paul? I, I remember I the, know. the, he's but, like a, a huge, like pro-vax dude. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like way before the COVID stuff, mm-hmm. he, he's been like the villain of, anti-vaxxers you know all all over the world and he he mm-hmm. invented the the rsv vaccine mm-hmm. patent Tough. which was famously pulled for mm-hmm. safety issues but after he got cashed out at like 120 million dollars like not even exaggerating like they you mm-hmm. know they're like here's your payout 120 million he's and he's on the record he's like yeah i was like literally winning the lottery like he said it to the media <laughs> he's like he's like insane and so he he is like enemy of like suzanne humphreys like the, that was there be, way yeah. before covid that like you Damn. know dissolving illusions and they would be because he paul Offit would say like any amount of vaccines is safe for an infant you could give literally a thousand vaccines to an infant it wouldn't be a problem and people would be like really like a thousand and he's like no i'll up it even ten thousand you give ten thousand vaccines to an infant it wouldn't be a problem and keep in mind, we have like data, you know, like papers. There's, I mean, that's just so silly. That yeah. the medic, that like the literally the metals bioaccumulate in the brain. It's like not yeah, controversial. Like, so, but, but what, oh, go, go ahead, go ahead, yeah. again. sorry, my bad. But, no, I just wanted, I like pulled that thought. I, what's crazy? He's like kind of skeptical of the mRNA vaccines now. So like a lot of these like tried and true vaccine propagandists, it's almost like they're scared of their shit getting exposed. So that because of COVID vaccines are so ludicrous that they're mm-hmm. kind of like doing like this weird little play yeah. of attacking the COVID vaccines to try and like retain credibility of quote unquote, the other ones, you know, what do you think about that? Yeah. Jeremy. Yeah. I mean like there's so much of the, like, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but, and then like, yeah. insert something about the COVID vaccine and it's just like, so 
And I mean, a lot of people who like to spouse that like are totally, you know, like true, you know, good actors, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it totally discounts all of the children and all of the families waiting right. for compensation who have been, you know, injured by other vaccines. And like, you know, you'll have people who like were injured by the COVID vaccine say like, you know, I'm not getting compensated. It's like, yeah, get in line. There's literally yeah. thousands of people who have been injured by vaccines who are not getting compensated. No offense. Uh-huh. Like, you know, it sucks that your, your heart blew up, uh, but you know, mm-hmm. um, but, and I had this, a similar thought about like, I don't know what you guys think about Robert Malone. Like I know Robert Malone, like he invented this technology, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But he also like three years ago was working like, you know, for the biomedical complex. Oh, yeah. like, he was working at the yeah, Pentagon. Sure. He literally wrote a paper, you know, called like Vax Track. Yeah. And it was yeah. literally like how to turn like a 13 year development phase for vaccines into like a three month phase. Yeah, it's uh-huh. a and, talk, dude. Well, no, we we and for Glenn to to his credit has brought up multiple times. Like, what, literally, why, why do we why do we trust this guy? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Literally, no, it's, everything it's just, is yeah. almost everybody that's assigned to our side is somebody from the other side. It's what sucks. Like, yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. you don't like like Michael Schellenberger supposed to stop homelessness in California yet used to work for George Soros. You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. and like yeah, yeah. you you get all these you get all these people. It's like, why can't we have like the organic anti-vaxxer? Like, why can't we have that be our sport? Yeah. I'm, and I'm not trying to disrespect mm-hmm. Robert Malone. I think what he said has been great. Yeah, no, he's like, been right on point now, uh, but and, like, yeah. And I think it gets invented weird. with or without him. So it's like, there's yeah, clearly still definitely. a machine. You have I'd love to, to ask. Like, I'd love to ask yeah. him. Yeah. I'd love I to did ask him that. I asked oh, him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so I, when I spoke to him, I asked him, I was like, I brought up the Vax track paper. I was like, you authored this paper. It was, you know, it was really going to speed up manufacturing, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what is the difference between, you know, what you proposed and what they're doing with the COVID vaccine? And before I could even finish my sentence, he was like, yes. Like he, he was, it was a little weird. And um, he was definitely caught off guard because all my other questions were like super, I was revering him. And I asked him this one question. He was explaining that um, what he was doing, he was just, trying to speed up the manufacturing process, not the development process. Um, and that he, his MRNA technology that he proposed we use and invented was real MRNA. What they're using now is like a synthetic MRNA. Mm. So that's a giant difference. And he was, that was essentially his answer. And then he was like, so yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, I guess that's the end of his he's like, answer. Not, he's like not a real leftist, but like not a real MNR. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just not, it's not a real MNR. It's not real MRNA. Real, yeah. real MRNA hasn't been tried. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we know what's funny is the, uh, um, the, exactly. And I think it's time, we were talking about this as a show. It's time to drop the full medical red pill because some people are coming to us just from the COVID situation. Yes. And they're already doing the like, well, let's not, you know, blow up the whole childhood vaccination. It's like, let's, let's blow it up. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, blow it, dude. okay, that's no, you're right. Let's not blow it up. How about you just listen to these, you know, maybe the two hours of us talk about, you know, like a certain day that's eventually coming. And I remember Sai and I were talking for a long time. He'd get real frustrated a little bit. Like he'd be like, man, uh-huh. this is what people aren't ever going to like fully. I'm like, no, you just can't. Yeah, yeah. You can't drop too much on them too mm-hmm. soon. No, but can't. now it's time. <laughs> like yeah, now, no, you, you need to. My yeah. favorite gentle, like gentle red pill is Japan. Like just with childhood vac- vaccines, like Ooh, they do. Back to Japan episode. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they do a quarter of our schedule. 
they consciously scaled back years ago and removed several and split up several of the vaccines. And and, and they're just like straight up neoliberal country too. Exactly. Like, it's, like, it's not even exactly. like this is like no. some rural, like, you know, South in Africa or something where it's like, okay. That's, no, they're like, like insanely medical. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're fucking it's like, why? And why they, did they do that? And it's they're, like, it they're the other way must have been bad. Their health star came out and said it. He's like, yeah, we think it has issues with, you know, SIDS, sudden infant death. Yeah, of course. And their SIDS rate dropped, like plummeted. America has one of the worst rates in the entire, you know, quote unquote, first world, mm -hmm. right? Where in you know, childhood birth rates and childhood disease rates and all this stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's bullshit. And yeah. it's, and also, is there yeah. SIDS? Yeah, exactly. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, we're not going down there. I'm just saying, yeah. that, uh -huh. like, just, just think about that, you know? Like, just and also, there's no it. mandates. There's nothing, the, the schedule yeah. is not mandated in nope. Japan. Nope. Yeah, that, and that's the thing is like, is Japan anti vax? Is an entire exactly. country well, they, anti -vax? they changed the definition. Who I, I forget who raised yeah. that question, but that's that's a great point. Like, they changed the definition of anti vax to be against mandates. And it's like, you have Japan here, an entire country yeah. that doesn't mandate anything, that so has better like health outcomes than us, four children exactly. and adults. Yeah. It's like, exactly. Yeah. 100%. Um, well, yeah, man. Uh, well, Jeremy, I mean, appreciate yeah. you coming through, man. Um, do you have any Thank closing thoughts on this uh, or anything? Uh, any, 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 anything we missed? Anything? No, no, I don't think so. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I, I know you, you somewhat freelance, but let everybody know where everything you have is, you know, just, just yeah, follow me on uh, Twitter at Lafredo Jeremy. Um, there you go. That's it. Yeah, there you go. And uh, you know, I'll I'll do my best I'll do my best to splice in some of the some of the Rebel News stuff in here just so we can uh get people directed that way because you you, you like I said I I didn't I'm pretty plugged in to a lot of this stuff. I didn't see anybody doing that extensive coverage on this uh, on this stuff uh even for me somebody who's you know spent with with Psy over the last, you know, year or so really mm -hmm. fighting these mandates at least, you know, over microphones. Yeah, and um um you know for me to just find out even more about legislation that was being proposed in a state that I live in that I was like, Oh, that got struck down. I didn't know that was a thing, you know, like that's, mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy how much this stuff can sneak by. And then by the time it happens, you're like, ah, you know, mm -hmm. what are you going to do? And, um, you know, well, once again, I mean, we appreciate what, what you did out on the road too. So like, I mean, that's, Thank you guys. that's just bringing that to light. I'm, I'm sure it, I'm sure it was helpful yeah, to was a lot good. of people. Um, I know our audience is going to love this and, um, uh, don't fall for the shit again, guys. It's coming back. The COVID stuff. Just don't fall for it. Don't, don't wear the mask. Don't, don't get, get the, the shot. shots. Don't get. I, I'm. I'm. I'm not a medical professional, but um, that's why you should listen. So <laughs> the, uh, don't don't do that. Um, again, follow at Lafredo Jeremy um on Twitter, and uh, yeah, that's it for us, guys. Uh, you guys know where to find us. All right.